Welcome back. Welcome back. To Pop Opinion. Pop Opinions. Episode. 75. Just going to call it episode ADHD. I know. I feel. You know what? I took actually a test today. I'm not even kidding you. I don't have it. It says I could or I couldn't. I'm on like a borderline person or whatever. Like I'm. Oh, what? What? What was that sentence? I took a test today. Uh, I don't have it. I may or may not have it. Yeah. Like they didn't. They said you possibly could or possibly don't. I think or you may or you may not. Like they kind of said that to me. Does sound like the options you would have had before <laughs> you take you took the test. I know. <laughs> that doesn't. I don't think that helped anything. I know. Then I took a dyslexia test because, you know, I'm always thinking I'm dyslexic. Sorry, wait. Where are you taking these tests? Then online. Okay. Then I did yep. an Alzheimer's one because, you know, I keep forgetting everything. Yes. And I actually think I'm losing my mind. Like last night I forgot how to strain me. Like I was like, what? What do I do with this? So I'm like, something is happening. I don't know. Something's happening. So I started taking all these tests, but apparently I was fine with all of them. From the internet. Yeah. Internet tests have told you that yeah. you don't, you may or may not have ADHD. Yes. You don't have. I don't have dyslexia. Or. Or Alzheimer's. And then I took an auditory like test because then I was thinking, you know how I have trouble with like getting out like words and stuff like that. So then I was like, maybe it's something like that. I don't know. I just wanted to get a diagnosis of something just to like. I don't know. Help me along. Might as, might as well just look up WebMD. I know. I, I love WebMD. WebMD. Could have answered all your questions. I, I think that also answers how you're doing. <laughs> yeah, it's been a week, man. It's been a week. We should have been like watching One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Yeah. And feel, probably The Shining at I the same feel time. I like that's where I need to be right now. Yeah, no. So Meg's having another surgery. So I just had to like wrap up a few things at work. So I was feeling like I had a lot of demands at work to wrap it up because I'm going to have to take some time off for her surgery and, you know, work demands. And then like I forgot something kind of major that I was supposed to be doing for, I guess, Christiana's birthday, like your girlfriend's birthday. But it's kind of for all of us the next day. I totally forgot I was supposed to be doing that. Like I just have, I think my brain is just like, it's on overload and it needs to be calm it down. So I'm hoping this weekend can be a little calm before the storm on Monday. You know, how are you doing, Jack? You're done school. I am. I finished mere minutes ago. I know. And I kept bugging you. When are you done? When are you done? We it's, have to record. <laughs> yes. Cause that's what, that was what's important. Uh, yeah. Obviously, number um, one. It's it's weird. It doesn't. Feel I know your energy is pretty low. That's why I felt like I have to amp it up because you seem pretty low right now. Well, I'm sorry. I'm just in kind of a state of shock that like if I play my cards right, I'll never have to go to school again. Like unless oh I want to. Yeah. So I don't know. It's not like it's not that I don't have energy. I, I'm excited for what we're doing today, but it's just it's a it's an eerie feeling. It's something. That I can go come back and listen to this and be like, this is, I remember this feeling. Feeling. Because mm -hmm. it's kind of like this in-between stage where I'm not quite an adult yet. Like, I'm not quite having, like, a full-time job or bills to pay for, but it's... You're feels, inching. Feels like a stepping stone. For sure. You're inching closer and closer. It sucks. Don't be in a hurry. <laughs> I'm not in a hurry, but it's... No, I'm just kidding. It has its benefits. Yeah. Give and I take. Think, I don't know kind of everything so today we're gonna do uh our imc yay which is what we're now gonna call because we always use challenge everything's a challenge we had the yeah. top 100 movie challenge we had movie challenge it's still called the challenge but it's the imc so it's the individual movie challenge yeah i like it well so, we wanted to have just something right something, something different yeah then just keep saying like Challenge. Movie challenge, movie challenge. We tried. Yeah. We tried. We it, was could a, not. it was a brainstorming session. Yeah. Like when you look up the word challenge, look it up in a thesaurus. Like you, you're not getting what Protest. you think. Yeah. Like you're not getting what you think you're getting. When you think of challenge, it's not that. So we were like, forget it. It is a challenge. It's a word that's like a big, like the show, the challenge, like in Survivor, they always have challenges. Like yeah. It's so you think there would be like kind of another word for it. It wasn't at all, though. We were both like, what? What are these words? Yeah, you couldn't do like movie test because yeah. that would be like trivia. <laughs> movie protest. <laughs> movie protest. <laughs> I know. It was so weird. We were both like, whatever. Just keep it as challenge because we are challenging that person to watch the movie. Yeah. I think we're, I think I'm actually going to start a movie protest against Marry Me. Oh, okay. 
That's what my, my movie protest will be. There you go. You haven't even seen it. Maybe it's good. Uh, it has got, a green splat, by I, the way, on Rotten Tomatoes. So. I got it. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? It's bad. You want a tomato. You want it to be like a high oh, number. Oh, like a ripe tomato. Yeah. And this is like a green splat. That means no. Uh, I got described the climax of the movie and what happens. I won't spoil it for everyone that wants to see. But yeah. when I was described as what happened, yeah. I said, thank God I don't need to see it now. Yeah. There you go. Because that's probably the most crucial scene with the best acting possible. And I probably still laugh at it yeah there you go yeah so uh our imc and we're gonna do a baker's dozen of tv questions i love these questions they're so fun so we found a couple from tiktok or most of them from tiktok and then you had a couple we added a few in and i mean there's so many questions you could you could go on forever asking different questions but these are this is just a good start and then we can take this idea and we can do it to movies or you know we can take the same approach because we now we're on like a tv buzz which is weird because we're in like oscar oscar time so i'm like that's so bizarre speaking of not oscars but it just reminded me the sag awards for anybody that's interested are on sunday at eight o'clock i believe on tbs i think or tnt i'm not sure of the actual but it sag awards so i don't know just if anyone's interested I don't know. I feel like the awards are a little lackluster this year. Like they're not. Well, especially that they announced that like they're doing like uh, quite a few of them before the Oscars actually yeah. start. And they're just pre-recording that. I don't understand how that's supposed to make the broadcast shorter because you're, you're still, still presenting, presenting them. It. But yeah. it's also maybe then they could have it set up for the next I award just, faster. Like, I just never understand why people like if you think they're too long, then don't watch them. Well, but like that's what they're doing. That's why. the No, but like. I don't mind them being that long. And I'm sure there's other people out there that don't mind them being that long. Like, I don't know. It's a ceremony. But I'm just like. Well, they can't just appease to you. Like, they have to (gasps) do it to the general masses. Like, 2021 was, like, the lowest rated Oscars. So, they have to. Maybe it had something to do with the movies, not the. Oh, they were really cool. Remember? They were in that, like, subway. Yeah, that was cool. That was cool. But, like, is are we saying, like, this year? Like, it feels like it's. And to me, I think I'm thinking it's pandemic related. That, like. The last, like, three Oscar ceremonies haven't really been, like... That or the th- Not ceremony, sorry. Like, the movies themselves. And they have hosts now. The Oscars. Yeah, there's a few. There's, like, there's a, like f- a few of them, right? I don't remember who it is. Me but either. That's so weird. I'll remember eventually. Yeah. Anyways, carry on. So, yeah, we got our IMC Baker's Dozen question. Let's let's do our IMC first. Okay. Shoot them out. Go. Oh, like oh, rock, paper, scissors. Rock, paper, scissors. Ready? Rock, rock paper, scissors, scissors, rock, paper, scissors, scissors. Oh my god, rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Okay, so you get to pick. Um, I would like you to go first. Okay, you'll defer. I'm gonna defer because I think mine is more fun to end with. You know what I mean? Yeah, like it's just like a fun, yeah. And we we can not, I don't want to just alternate, but we did alternate these first two. Yeah, did we? Yeah, because I went, I went second last time. Okay, my movie. It's 2020s, The Old Guard. Yeah. Directed by Gina Prince Bythewood. Mm. Did not know that. Uh, it is about a group of immortals, which I knew going into the movie because I read it online, not that I'm some super smart person. Um, they must fight to protect their freedom when they discover someone is onto their secrets. Yeah. So th- I will just cut in before you start going in. I didn't know this movie was about that. So I feel like that's part of the excitement of the movie was not knowing what it was about. Like I just played it. And when you played it on Netflix, it didn't say they were mortal. Right. So I think that's was kind of half the fun of like, oh, like what, you know, what's happening here and if figuring it all out. Yeah. But then you, you already knew it. If not, it would have been like a five minute movie where they show the right. en- ending first and then they go into this like building and they get shot and. That would have just been the end of the movie. Right. We were like, all right, wrap it up. Yeah. Um, the One of the first scenes is they have uh, a piece of baklava, which is like a, a pastry, yeah, like, like a dessert. Greek pastry. Um, and Charlize Theron, who's like the leader of this group, mm-hmm. like guesses it perfectly, knows exactly where it's from. I thought that was she a fun She knows like game. all the spices and like, you know, she can say it all. And then she's like whatever eastern wherever it was from and everyone's like ah oh, right because it just shows like kind of she's been around the world it was a good way of being 
without her saying I've been everywhere, it was like a good way to say like she has been everywhere for hundreds of years. Yeah, I I truly they didn't say how old she was, mm-hmm. but I, I think she goes back to like BC yeah. AD type of. Yeah, I think so too. I think so too. Yeah, she's been around a while. Um, uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor, who's a character we'll talk about later, but they have this meeting setting up where they're gonna they're gonna save a bunch of kids, mm-hmm. and there's a sniper watching over the conversation. And once like the two main characters leave, he just like waves to the sniper. Yeah, and he's just like, oh, I could, I could see you. Hey guys, which is just it was a piece of comedy. Not that this movie's very funny, but it just has some well, of those moments. Yeah, for sure, it has a moment of like, and I think for that it showed like he knows what's going on. Like he's not. This is not new to him. He's a CIA, an ex CIA agent. Like he understands the precautions they're gonna take. I was gonna say because he's also worked with them before. Yeah. So, um, I just I'm I'm reading through some of these notes. Kind of funny. I just wrote like their clinical group. Clearly, they've been like not only are they good at fighting, but they've also just worked together for so long where it's almost like no communication necessary. They just kind of know what they need to do. Yeah. Uh, the choreography is really cool. Like in the fight scenes. Um, this one note, I literally just wrote, they do be getting shot <laughs> nice. because they get set up and, uh, this like group comes out and just like mercilessly shoots them. So you're like, oh, okay, they're dead. Yeah. That's the end That's of the movie. Mm-hmm. And then they start healing and bullets are coming out of them. And it is one of the grossest, like, yeah, it's pretty gross to like see it. It's cool how they do it. Like the CGI mm-hmm. takes to do that, but actually watching it was quite gross yeah like watching it all heal and then the bullet pop out it's pretty cool um i wrote why swords before i knew how far mm. back they go mm-hmm. still gonna say it's probably unnecessary to use swords and like an She's axe like cool though she just looked cool with her sword um i got kind of eternals vibes mm, okay. from, from it especially it's like a group that they're not like helping everyone in the world. They're just kind of focusing on themselves, which is fine. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but it just kind of it felt very Eternals, where it's like we have this like power, but not that they can't do anything because they do like kind of go back in history and talk about some everything of the stuff they they've have done. done. Yeah. Um, I wrote piece together. Oh, uh, so they're on the train and they see this this uh, U.S. Marine. Like, in their thought, in their dreams. Yeah, and they imagine this girl, and they just, like, draw her picture out perfectly, and they all remember little bits and pieces of who she was because uh, they're in Afghanistan. Yeah, she's in Afghanistan. I think she might, they might have been close there. And they're trying to figure out where they're looking for this guy. Because they know... Okay, so they're looking for the guy because he, he double-crossed them. The one, like the one that they were working with, he's the one that set them up to all get shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, and then but the marine is. Yeah, and then so they're like, we gotta go get him. But then they all fall asleep, and they all have this dream about this girl. So they know that she has now become one of them, because she gets her throat slit in an Afghan like a village, um, and then she's all of a sudden healed. So then they all have this dream, and they know that oh, they got to go get this girl or whatever, right? So they're like, hey, let's split up. I'll go get the girl. You go get the guy kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote the crowd claps too much. I think that was about the, the like, big pharma CEO. And, like, as he was talking, mm. they just, like, kept clapping. Yeah, like, yeah, Unnecessarily. Yeah. as like, a laugh track that just didn't, didn't need to happen. Yeah. Um, I feel like, oh, yeah. So when I think it's, what's the, I don't even want to say, like, the, uh, girl's name, character's name, the Marine. Oh, um, Niall. Niall. So she wakes up and like nothing, there's no, no scar, no nothing. nothing. She's like, oh yeah, it's just like a skin graft, whatever, just trying to yeah. cover up. Cause even she's in shock. She doesn't know what's happening. Mm-hmm. And everyone's just mad at her for not dying. Yeah, it is a very weird, the way it's acted is very strange because it's like, are you mad or are you concerned? Like what, what are you trying to portray? Because for me as the audience, I'm watching it and they look pissed off. Like they look mad and it's like, I don't think you'd be mad at her for being alive, but I think you'd be like concerned or. And like in shock maybe, but like, sure. 
but not mad. No, and they all like pack her up and they're just like, they want her gone. And it's like, okay, calm down. Like, she's obviously going through something. Why are you all like turning on her now, right? I don't know. And as, she, as she's getting sent away, Charlize comes in and saves her, even though oh, she yeah. doesn't want to be saved. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Um, the the big pharma guy says to like his, I think I don't know if it was to Chiwetel. I don't know if that's when the reveal of that comes, but um, he just says because he finds out about these remarkable people because he sees the video and he's like, just capture them all. Right. I want them all. Yeah, like I just wrap round them up. I just love how easy he thinks it is. So yeah. It's just like, well, just get them. Just, I want them, so... Yeah, just get them because then they want to do tests on them because then they figure they can stop all diseases and suffering and whatnot. So it's like, just round them up. Just Can you just get all of them? Yeah. yeah. No big I don't deal. Want just, I don't want one. I want them all. So. Um, also, when Andy... Andy is yep. Charlie Theron. Yep. Knocks out everyone. Like, knocks out Niall, knocks out the other two, like, military men. And then it's like, I'm Andy. And it's like, well... I don't think they can hear you. Cause yeah, because you're, you're she not, just knocked them out. So, so probably wouldn't be able to hear them. But no. then she shows Niall because she has her like not not like tied up, but has her in like the back of a yeah, yeah. military vehicle. She rolls out and just like shoots her in the head and then she comes back to life. Yeah. And then just to like, show like what she's capable of. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And um, they're they're flying, and Niall is praying, and, and Andy just goes on this like religion doesn't exist, like, and she goes, "Are you praying?" It's probably if I'm gonna call it any cringy part of the movie, it's probably that. Right. She's just right. like, "Ugh, well, God isn't real." Right. Well, I think that comes from like them, like they've lived forever. Why do they have that? If you know. I think she struggles with her gifts, yeah. right? So, I especially think she, for how long she's been around and the yeah, people she she's tired. Lost. I'm tired. Imagine, like, she's trying to like save the world and do good things, and like, you know, like at one point she's like, "It's just getting worse. Like, it's just getting worse out here." My note for that was just, "Sorry, religion." Right. <laughs> uh, so it takes a while for Niall to not only accept the gifts that she now has, but also to be a part of the group. How long do you think it would take you to be like, "This Ooh. is." this is just what I am now. I would say one of my stronger, I have a lot of negative qualities, but one of my stronger qualities is that I accept things pretty quickly. Of just like, if I have no control over it, I'm just like, uh, okay, let's, how are we going to, how are we going to work with this now? So I think, I mean, for the sake of the movie, they obviously had to speed it up to a couple of days, but yeah, I think it would take me a couple of days and I would just be like, okay, like, let's figure this out. What are we doing with this power? What are we like? What's happening? Right. Because no one, like, they never talked about, like, if you tried to kill yourself. Yeah. I th- oh, didn't they? I think they... Yeah, it doesn't happen, though. Like, you can't die. That would probably be my, like, ultimate tester. Of, like, if you, like, let's say you got shot and you're, like, you come back to life. You're, like, okay, well, let's see. Is this really what I... Th- is this really what we think it is? Yeah. It sounds like... Not suicidal. It sounds suicidal, but it's it would just be more experimental. Right. And, like, right. if I died, it'd be, like, ah, oh, shit, I guess I lost that yes, one. That was wrong. <laughs> darn um the the two boys the lovers (gasps) the lovers you guys i am so obsessed with them i think that's why i love this movie so much is their love for one another and the way the one speaks about the other when those homophobic guys are in the van and they're like oh is this your boyfriend literally like that and he was just like you're infantile like you're such a child and then he explains what he loves about him. It's like one of my favorite parts in almost any movie. Like I just thought it was so beautiful because it wasn't over the top of like, they're my everything. Like just the way he worded it. Yeah. I wrote sick as fuck homophobia. <laughs> they were. Because it was just. Is that your boyfriend? It's like, no, he's way more than that. Yeah. Like don't degrade them. Um. So these people are immortals that can die. They eventually they can die, but they don't know when. So you just have to live for a long time. Yeah. Not that I struggle with that, but it was just funny where it's like this immortality and some of them, sometimes you die. After a long, long time. So you don't know when it's coming, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, they do show a lot of, especially with uh, Copley, who's played by Chiwetel Ejiofor. They show a lot of historical events of like, 
reasons why stuff happened and like oh look in 18 whatever mm-hmm. or night in world wars and stuff because i said like what if like they had chosen the wrong side right. of like history of like yeah back in like back in like the 1930s and or late 30s early 40s we were uh we were helping helping hitler yeah yeah no i know for sure but they yeah i liked how they did that though and he had like he had traced everything back and he had said like because Andy rescued this people, this person went on to discover the insulin for diabetes and this person went on to do that. Like you don't know maybe immediately how much you're helping, but you get to see it kind of long-term. So, uh, the big pharma guy also has a hooded suit jacket. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which was a stylistic choice yeah. that I do not really such agree a dweeb, with. Eh? He was, and it just, he, he looked the part. He was, he was really good. Um, when they when they do end up capturing them to kind of poke and pry, because it's just Joe and Nikki, the two lovers that yeah. get captured. Um, the first thing the big pharma guy and his like head doctor are talking about money and Nobel prizes. Yes, it's like, oh, what do you see? Nobel prize. Mm-hmm. It's like, hmm, that's that's helping human evolution. And the only reason he cares about having them is so that his competition doesn't get them. Yeah. So he doesn't want them ever. It's not even like he wants to take what he needs and then say, okay, go. He's like, no, because then my competition might get them. So he just wants to keep them in a facility forever. Right? It's brutal. He is the bad guy. Man, there's a lot of uh, Andy or Charlize Theron. She's always putting a gun in the back of her pants. I know that's like the typical, but I feel like they just like showed it way more often. Right. Like right. every time she got a gun. I honestly wish they'd made the joke and like given her like an assault rifle and she like tries to put it in the back of her pants. <laughs> nice. Um, uh, also, like with the with the big farmer guy and the doctor. So like, are they just supposed to give immortality to everyone? Like it. It's kind of right? seems like a randomly selected thing. It's not something you could like, like just do generate. Right. And I think, but I think that was their thinking. If they had the DNA and they knew everything, they could stop suffering and everyone lives forever. And I'm like, you know what? We're not meant to be on the earth forever. The earth is not big enough for everybody. There is a reason why we have a beginning and an end. Like you can't, you know, like it was, yeah, it was a pipe dream. Um, really good plot twist that I don't know if I want to like fully. Yeah, go let's into. not do that. We won't do the plot twist just in case. But we do get this conundrum with two characters that will keep it fake about are they doing what's right? Are they the bad guys? Because sometimes they're kind of portrayed that way, but it is a conundrum of you understand where they're coming from. So does that make them a bad guy? Yeah, I think I think it was great, especially one person makes one decision that you think okay, they're a bad guy. And then they kind of explain themselves and it's like, okay, well he was like, trying to do the right thing. Yeah. Like I knew, I know where he was, what he was attempting to do. It's just the way he went about it was, was maybe not the best choice. Yeah. Yeah. It was a bit betraying. Um, are you ready for the quote of the movie? Yes. It is. It is a callback to earlier in the movie about, Oh, do you speak Russian? No. And it is play dead motherfucker. <laughs> Which is yes. the, I don't even want to say climax. It's like the end of like all of the fighting. Right. It's but just, we, but it's something that comes back, right? Like we see it in earlier in the movie and then it comes back to kind of help. Yeah. That's good. Play, Play dead, dead motherfucker. Yeah, there we go. Um, I, didn't, I wrote down before the post credit scene, or I guess it's not even post credit, but just during the credits was, do we need a second one? Because I felt like I got what I needed out of this. And oh, then, okay. I need a second one. I need Joe and Nikki a little more. I need, yeah, no, I definitely need a second one. And there was a character. Yeah. So that we got a little snippet of that was maybe in the post credit scene. So I definitely would like to know how that resolved itself. And also within, within the group, there's a punishment to be had and you're thinking, okay, you got to apologize or uh-huh. Uh-huh. you got to do this, got to do that. No, it's you have to spend 100 years by yourself. By yourself. Which you had a good point of like, what if you forgot the day? I know, because I would be like, you can't put that on your calendar. Like that's, you know, your calendar only goes so far. So you'd have to really be paying attention to the Like I would imagine if you live forever, time would just be kind of irrelevant. Like you're just like going along your day to day. Yeah, I was like, ooh, that would be stressful. Okay, it's been uh, 99 years. I got to pay attention now. <laughs> um, okay, so overall, did you like the movie? Yes, I okay. did. I did enjoy it. It was... It's, it's a not bit gory. Like, that doesn't bother me. Yeah. It's... 
like the plot isn't super complicated, which I think is good. They they didn't overcomplicate yeah, themselves. Yeah. It wasn't just super actiony. I thought it was good balance. Again, I I understand why they're doing a second one. You you don't think you'd watch that? Not that I I wouldn't watch it, but I'm not like gonna be like day one. I have to watch it. <sighs> Me, I am. It's gonna be on my calendar. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, good. Yeah, let's let's get into All yours. All right. You always do the good little spiel that oh, I... Why don't you just write it down? I know, because I forgot when I was doing the... So my movie was Popstar, Never Stop, Never Stop, Never Stopping. Okay? It's from... Uh, wow, see? see? I have something. Did you say 19? <laughs> 2016, a comedy musical, and it's about uh, childhood friends Connor, played by Adam Sandberg, Owen... Andy, you said Adam. I always do that. Adam Sandler and Andy Sandberg are the two most confused names. Owen is, is it Jorma? Yeah. Tacome? Tacome, I think. Tacome. And Lawrence. Uh, it's Akiva. Akiva Schaefer. So they're, those three are actually the Lonely Island people. So anybody who doesn't know, that is from SNL. Ki- well, no, it was, it's, sorry. It started on SNL. It started on SNL, but it's like they do the parody. They have, actually have some great tunes, yeah, too. They, like, if you know, like, I just had sex. Yeah. I'm on a boat. Yeah. Or that, through the cake on the ground. Isn't that one? Through it on the ground is, like, more of, like, a niche one in our oh, family okay. that we like. But I... You don't think it's Lonely Island? No, it is Lonely oh, Island. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, it is. Well, it's definitely Andy Samberg. Yeah. So um, they were in a boy band called Style Boys, and that's with a Z on the end, everyone. And um, so he becomes Connor, played, I'll just say Andy Samberg. It becomes like the hit guy or the big guy where the other two kind of fade into that. Well, one becomes his DJ. Yeah. And the other one becomes a farmer, and he's he's not very good at it. So this movie, I will say, every scene, it's a hard movie to talk about because, like, every scene is funny. The cast is incredible. The the cameos, like, I didn't even, I couldn't even write them all because it is, like, so your cast, you also have Sarah Silverman, Tim Meadows, Maya Rudolph, John C- Joan Cusack, Imogene Potts, Bill Hader, and then you have, they play actual like characters and then you have these um what, what do you call them like cameos. cameos yeah so it's like carrie underwood nas is it nas nas i don't know, just said nas uh usher 50 cent ringo star simon cowell mariah carey akon pink dj khaled asap rocky snoop dogg michael bolton emma stone i mean that's like i mean i'm barely i don't know if i even got everybody you got definitely a lot of the main ones especially because they do such a good job with this movie of like they have these real celebrities but they're in this world where like style boys because this movie is kind of like when i first saw it i'm like so it's a little beaverish when he went through that kind totally. of phase of yeah being yeah. a delinquent yeah i guess totally yeah i would definitely call him up but it's also like i thought of it a little like in sync backstreet boys because it was justin timberlake's in it too sorry he's he's the chef that he like wants to sing but they're like shut up and like cut the vegetables quieter because he's yeah he's he's the chef nas talks about uh when the style boys broke up it was all it was one of the saddest moments along with the character they killed on the good wife right um usher said that the style boys was the reason why he wanted to dance right and like everybody has this like they do such a good job of like everybody just loves the style boys and uh pink does the song so andy sanders character connor goes goes solo and becomes connor for real she does the song with him that's um about equal rights right right but I, I'm not stepping on. What no, no. I was going to say equal rights. It's like gay. Oh, yeah. And then Ringo Starr says something like gay marriage is already legal. Yeah. So he was trying to talk about equal rights. But then the song is also him talking about how people need equal rights. But then he keeps saying, I'm, I'm not, not gay. gay. Yeah. And then eventually it's just not gay. Not. not and then gay. one point is one sequence is literally not gay, not gay. I'm not gay. And it, it's just like so perfectly like songs like they did um, a song about bin Laden uh mona lisa you're an overrated piece of shit like it was just it's the most outrageous songs and it's just that's why i said it's kind of like a very over the top it's a mockumentary kind of style and it's like every scene though is funny like if you go into it with the expectation of i'm not looking for i just want to laugh 
like that this is a good movie for that because it is like it's all these it's just the parody music and just or it's just the parody music and then he's he is surrounded by all these yes people like he can do no wrong he can be like everyone's like yes yes which i imagine that is what it's like for some people for sure so you can see he just and then he, he tries to put out an album and it does horrible and everyone's like oh like they're all trying to make excuses and it's all whatever but it's just because it's horrible like it's just it's not good it's not the music like his first album was more was closer to what the style boys as a group was yes um i gotta say so the sarah silverman like kind of just plays like a normal kind of character like she's his manager but she doesn't do anything like outrageous tim meadows or wait she's his agent tim meadows is the manager, manager. i'm pretty sure yeah because tim meadows was in tony 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 but he was the fourth tony that had a question mark right. at the end and got kicked out <laughs> right. for that yes. uh my rudolph is a salesperson for this company aquafresh that's putting all of connor's songs into like appliances right without giving without, without consent yeah just so you just open a fridge and his song starts playing yeah she also drops the hard r with the n-word yeah. which was just really fun like i know it sounds bad to say it was funny but it was just because like someone else that's in the group said it but said it with an a and then she's like yeah my and then says it hard r and it was just like so outrageous joan cusack plays like andy sandberg's mom who's like a drug oh, addict she's a hot mess yeah. she is she shouldn't be no then doesn't she go on tour with someone else someone else like uh bill Hader is um the guitar, guitar terrible at it and just drops all the guitars and um his hobby is he likes to flatline yeah he's, he's like i was inspired by the movie flatliners, flatliners. and they mm-hmm. show him flatlining and then he wakes up he's like did i did i shit myself this time she's like no, no. not this time <laughs> it's just it's a perfect it's it's an snl movie pretty much it is there's all the snl characters are in it <clears throat> so his image is so bad that they're like you got to do something so he's like i'm gonna propose to my girlfriends play by imogene po- Potts poots i don't know how to say it i think it's double i was i'd say poots poots yeah anyways i love imogene i just love that name too and so he's like i'm gonna propose so he gets like the media there and he gets like seal seal singing singing, and there's tigers there uh wolves wolves sorry i put tigers i don't know why wolves are all there and then seal singing gets them all fired up and then they literally start attacking everyone. It's definitely the dumbest part of the movie. It is. But even that is kind of like if you can just laugh it off, it's pretty funny. Like it's yeah, it's silly and fun. Like if you're looking for that kind of movie, this is the movie I highly recommend because it's just silly and fun and you're going to be laughing. And it doesn't it, it doesn't, doesn't take itself seriously. No. And so you shouldn't either because it's just not whatever i like the my favorite one of my well i don't i wouldn't even be able to tell you my favorite part because i was i thought the whole movie is funny but is he pays someone to hit him in the groin just to keep it real yeah we're keeping it real just hit me in the groin um also when they're talking about the album not selling well um it's him and tim meadows and they're like oh guys can you like turn off the cameras and go away for a second but you could still hear the audio right and it's oh my god why are they all all these bees and there's like a bunch of bees and they're like oh my god it's the queen bee and it sounds like this bee that has to be like huge like as big as you can imagine like king kong sized bee i'm like oh my god get the (laughs) flamethrower and all of this is just on audio because you can hear the bees buzzing and then they flamethrow and they get and then they're like did you guys get that? And they're like, no, no you told, told us, us to turn off the cameras. Off the cameras. And they're like, ah, oh, shit. And they like say it <laughs> <Yeah>. in unison. <laughs> yeah. No, it's a, it's a really funny movie for sure. I can see why you liked it so much. Like, even if you're just sitting around with the boys and it's just, you know? it's a good, it's an easy movie to put, put on, especially because it's not like you need to pay attention the whole time. You yeah. can just kind of jump in and out. Cause not all of it is great, but like, that's pretty funny. But then yeah. when they start doing like the redemption of like, they're going to try to bring the group back together. So after show, they bring them, they bring, um, Lawrence, the third member, that's the farmer into like this limo and they're, mm-hmm. they're talking and clearly it's not going well. So then, not because but this girl puts her boobs on on like the window yeah it's like surrounded by all these like fans yeah the fans like get through to the wherever the limo is and they're talking he's like yeah you see that's that's what it's all about (laughs) and then he turns and like oh my god can you sign it and then as he turns back it's now a man's penis Mm -hmm. and they just go can you sign it and the girl i don't know i've seen her in a lot of things yeah um She's like, oh, can you make it out to this person? So he like holds up the penis with a napkin and like signs it. 
And because, like, first it's just, like, at the window, and then they roll down the window because he's going to sign the boobs, and then it's a penis. Then he puts his penis, like, inside, and he's like, okay, it is inside now. Yeah. And he signs it, and then they're still arguing. He's putting on, like, hand sanitizer (laughs) for days. It's just... It's silly. It is. It's silly and fun, and, you know, it's one of those, like, don't take it too seriously and just have fun with it. You're going to love it. Also, we were trying to figure out, because Chris read, and I think this was before he was on SNL, but he plays, like, this, they have to bring on a second act to sell Mm, tickets for the tour. Right. We were trying to figure out, he might have been, it was definitely a little Kanye-ish. Oh, I definitely got Kanye vibes because of the way he was like rapping it. It just sounded very Kanye-ish. And he was like super like aggressive at some points. And they do like this prank horn at one point. Uh, Con- I always go back. What do we say? The character or the actor. But they're trying to do new stuff for the show. So he's doing magic tricks and he's like changing outfits. And then at one point, because he has a zipper on one of the outfits, he has to like tuck his genitalia. Yes. And one of the changes goes wrong and he's just naked and you can't see anything yeah. and it's and he's shaven he's like well i have to shave for the trick and it just becomes this whole like yeah does he not have a dick, dick like, yeah it, it, was, it becomes it, like the whole thing he's like guys i have one and he's one. like okay i'm gonna go tweet a dick pic right now <laughs> they're like okay yeah but like don't don't, don't do that. actually do that <laughs> yeah and then it actually does have like a redeeming ending it does because it kind of showed him of like hey you're you you know you need your group like you're not better than them you you know you need your friends around you like it did have some redeeming at the end yeah I liked it it was fun it was a really fun movie I liked um it was good timing for the week like it was just like it you know made me giggle and- i call it just like it's like a palate cleanser movie yeah it's one i could go back to because like not that i would watch it like every week or whatever but when you watch it you just it's one of those like you turn your brain off you're just gonna laugh you're just gonna laugh especially and- the way they make like the how important the style boys were like right one of my favorite parts is that usher's like because they had the song there that stands the donkey roll Oh, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. He, and Usher's like, that's the reason why I wanted to right. dance was because right. of them. Yeah. Like, the cultural importance <laughs> is just so over the top. Yeah. No, it's for sure. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Any, Thanks. Anything. Good choices. I, I, I just, I feel like sometimes you need a movie like that. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, for sure. Like, sometimes I don't want to, like, I'm, you know, I'm trying to watch all these Oscar movies. And so they have a different feel. And this, so this was a really fun, I like when you said palate cleanser, that's exactly how it felt. I was like, that was fun. Like, I didn't feel like wow, I just lost an hour and a half of my life. No, you just got to sit down and enjoy and just Just a fun fun movie. Yeah, it's good. Good job. All right. So we got, I guess we'll challenge at the end. Yeah. Okay. So let's get into the Baker's Dozen, the TV questions. Yeah. I hope you have the questions because I just have answers. Yeah, but I sent it to you. Yeah, you got that. Okay. Mm -hmm. So if I mix up the numbers. I just didn't. Yeah, don't mix up the numbers. (laughs) That'd be funny. Because then it's going to be like favorite cast. Um, um not this one <laughs> number one. one okay so number one is the tv shows that you tv show or shows that you thought went on too long i'm gonna answer this by also looking up just to confirm what i read so my answer is entourage okay because it just it was see in my head do you know how many seasons entourage went on for five eight no. Eight seasons. Like, how many in each episode? Like, 13? or It's an HBO, so I imagine it's not like a 24 episode. Yeah. Uh, the last season was eight episodes. Yeah. There's 96 in total. Not that I'm going to do math here, but... You, no fast math. You, you get the idea. That, wow. That is two or three seasons too long. Yeah. And it's a great show, but it just... But when shows go on too long, you lose your audience. Like, it just is not great. I have a few. I have suits. Yeah. Well, because it, it's one of the, it's a theory I have with another show that's later in this. I have you. I didn't even, I watched like a couple episodes of that. This, oh, okay. Um, The first season's really good. Second season, no. Dad and I had a huge debate about this the other day because he watched the whole second season and he's like, it's totally different. I'm like, it's not though. Which I guess like, yeah, you don't want it to be totally different because there's a theme to a show. But Stranger Things. Yeah, two seasons. I got. I have Grey's Anatomy on this list, and I'm sorry for people that still watch it. It is just, it's too much. Like, you can't have these disasters every, I know, I think it just, there was like, anyways, it's just like, there's always like these massive disasters. Nobody would, 
and and I have Pretty Little Liars, which I know a lot of people didn't watch, but Meg and I watched it when we were in uh, when we lived up north, and we started watching it. And we both really liked it, and it was just nice to have a show that we watched together. And by the end, I was like, I hate this show wasn't it a big because it, it was like a right it was like this person yeah and so this is my problem when you have a theme to a show it once that theme has been discovered or done like you have to have a backup plan because like you can't just keep saying oh nope now it's a different a or because that's what they started doing oh now there's two of them and oh now there's there's always an identical twin or something like it got ridiculous so that would be those are mine um tv shows that ended too soon or tv show or shows yeah i feel like you have multiple answers for all of I these i know because i st- once i started writing i was like oh yeah that one i'm gonna this is gonna be an interesting one because i'm gonna preemptively say that ted lasso is gonna end too early oh 100 it is because it's gonna be a three season show and it's gonna be one of those like it's be devastating not not that i think they could go on for a decade because i think eventually you could run out of stories although it's not that hard like a soccer well, you team you bring, can bring in new people and yeah i ted lasso is the first a lot of these were just like quick reactions like what's my first thought yeah more than like an in-depth thought right okay so i have do have a few um, okay, so a couple of years ago, there was a show called Enemy Within, and it was Jennifer Carpenter, and it was about FBI, and she was like this notorious like traitor to the world, but they needed, the FBI needed her to catch this other spy thing. Anyways, it was such a smart, smart, fascinating show, and she played such a cool character, and I think it was like a half a season or maybe a whole season, but we both, both your dad and I loved that show. Um, and, and within that same year, another new show that came out was called Stumptown with Kobe Smolders. And she played a veteran and she was like a PI and she had this Down syndrome, uh, brother that she took care of. And we loved the show. Like she's so charismatic on the screen. Like I just really liked her. Um, there was a show called Red Band Society. Do you remember oh, watching yeah, that remember one? That show. So Meg loved, Meg does not like TV, but she loved the show. It was about a hospital and it was a whole bunch of kids in this hospital. And Octavia Spencer was like the nurse or doctor, I'm not sure. And it was such a good show. And I think it was like a one season. Yeah. So it's really sad. And my last one will be Life in Pieces. Now, my problem with Life in Pieces, I think it went on for four seasons, but I think because of when it came out, it was compared so much to Modern Family that I don't think people gave it the chance it deserved. It's very different than Modern Family. And I just thought it was funny. And it's still one of my ones, like I have, you know, Friends, Life in Pieces, like those are my go-to kind of nighttime. I just want a comedy before I fall asleep. So I don't have boogeyman's in my head. No scaries in my head. Oh, what was the one from the show, Mr. Whisper or something? Oh, my God. That was terrifying. Yeah. And you got, I, like, kids to, like, burn down their own house or something? Yes. It was terrifying. I can't I can't watch those shows, man. I got to – so Friends needs to come on and lighten my headspace. Uh, favorite cast? Uh, I did Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Nice. That's a good one. Yeah. I just feel like especially, like, on screen they were all great, but off screen when they would do kind of interviews together, it never felt like there was – any animosity any mm-hmm. kind of ego battle especially because andy samberg is definitely the biggest name out of the group and right terry cruz is probably close but it just never felt like anybody was like i have to be the star of this show right they just all worked so well together yeah that's the way i feel about friends so friends is obviously on my list the office i did Shit's creek how many did you just i thought this was like question like question answer i know really really cheated there Shit's creek Gilmore Girls and Parenthood. <laughs> Whoopsies. Because once you start going, you're like, how do I pick out of all of those like my favorite, favorite cast? But then I was like, I need a like I put Parenthood in there because I'm like, Parenthood needs to be on my list somewhere. And it's like all my other ones were comedies. I almost did Parts and Wreck in there. Can you imagine if I put that in there too? Oof. Okay. Uh the show or shows that ended perfectly this to me i was i was very happy about this i go back and i say this is the first show i ever binge watched and it's friday night lights nice i think it had this big shift change in season four and they ended in season five they didn't let it drag on everyone's always shut down they don't need to do a movie not everything needs to be a reboot they ended the place where they honestly and they ended like it ended at the right time but also the show itself ended so perfectly where it was this uh 
I was want to say national championship, but it's a state champ state championship, last play of the game, Hail Mary, and you don't know what happens. And then they kind of show where everyone is the next year. Oh, nice. I know I don't think I watched the ending, eh? Did I? What? Friday Night Lights? Yeah, I don't think I did. I think I gave up on it. When he went to the other school? Yeah. You've never watched that? I don't think so. Oh. That's weird. Like I don't remember that. Like you don't remember Michael B. Jordan. Oh, I remember Michael B. Jordan. Well, that's when he goes to their school. Uh, I don't know then. I have to figure that out. But they just, they do a good job of, they didn't let the show drag on too long. And even the episode itself just ended perfectly. The only show, I'm trying to think, I could, I could be corrected, but the only show that I've finished and started like crying, not like Mm. because it was sad, but it was just because it was so good. Right, right. You just really, they hit you in the feels. Mm. I like it. Um, I did the Americans. I did no. Well, I do have other ones, but now I'm not going to say them. I did the you Americans. Can, you could do multiple. Okay. Um, because I feel like the Americans ended. It was a logical ending. Like it, it actually made sense. It never felt rushed. The show actually never felt rushed. It was everything. Just it just it lined up perfectly, and it ended perfectly. And I thought they did a really good job. I did put The Sopranos on there. because It I d- ended perfectly? Oh, I love the ending. I was going to put that in as a joke because a lot of people hate it. Oh, I, th- I, I think love the ending. I think it's the most controversial ending. I loved the ending. I think it was great. I loved it. Um, I also did The Good Place, which was the Kristen Bell. If you guys have never watched The Good Place, you should totally watch it. When I first started watching that show, I didn't get it. And then once you get the show, it's one of the best shows like it is really because it is about like kind of it's a heaven and hell kind of theme but it ended in beautifully like really hit talk about hit you in the feels and then I did Game of Thrones as well because I think it ended great wow these I know. are some hot takes I loved the ending of Game of Thrones I was not all pissy about it like other people and Ellen a tizzy with that last season like I just think it was it was fine it was good I liked the way it ended. Uh, shows that ended horribly. I only have two for this one. Oh, let's, Look let's, at me. Hear, let's hear your two. I did Veep. I hated the ending. Still haven't seen the ending. Like, I hated it. Uh, love the show. Like, w- one of the best comedies ever written. If you're not, a, if you don't get offended easily, it is It is a really funny, funny show. Julia Louis-Dreyfus is like, I mean, she's just a genius. Uh, but I hated the last episode and I did lost, which yeah, lost was, wow. That was a disappointment. I'm going to go, I'm going to go with a bit of an obscure one. Okay. I'm going to go with the, the nineties animated show dinosaurs. What? Do you ever heard of that? No. It's like this really, it doesn't really even look like animation. It looks like, like, Oh, uh, like clay animation kind it, of thing. Kind of. Yeah. Oh, okay. So the show ends with, I'm actually now forgetting which like which way they did the disaster. It's either the Ice Age or like Meteors. Oh, okay. This show? Oh, yeah, no, I've never seen that. But it's just the most like bleak ending ever where Ew. it's the end the of the end. show and it's the end of them. Wow. Dinosaurs. That's bad. Uh shows that had the most potential and then they just ruined it. Community. Oh, really? It just, and it's one of those shows when you watch it, it's a show that works with all the characters. Mm. And I found out before I kept watching that one of the characters leaves and it just, it ruins it. It also is kind of tough to watch because apparently Chevy Chase is just not a good person person. off the air and a lot of stuff with him and Donald Glover. So Mm. it, it is a great show and it's a great ensemble cast. One of my favorite casts, but I kept my answers to one. And... He's a diss in me. I, yeah. This one, I only have one. Community, I, it has so much potential, and it was so great, but it just it lost me. Yeah. I put This Is Us, which I know is going to be really controversial, but I feel like the I feel like this should have been a two-season, two maybe three. I don't know. I don't even know what season we're on now, four or five. I don't even know, but it has lost me because I think it's one of the most – genius shows I've ever seen but I so there's only so much I can watch of it it's just like it's so exhausting like we have so many on our PVR right now and I'm just like oh I can't I can't do it like I really have to be in the mood for it which just let dad watch it I know because but then I'm kind of curious how it ends because it does end this season so I'm like kind of curious but I'm like oh it's one of those things where we talk about shows ending at the right time or too early too late mm-hmm. whatever 
this is us and stranger things were the two shows that like this is the amount of seasons we're doing and that's it and they both went on too long yeah like it's like i'm glad you had that arc and the way they the writing and the way they do the past and the present and the kind of the theme of the episode like it is a really well done show i just think it's it's lost me completely and i yeah um the show that is criminally underrated and you will live and die defending it I don't think I would have to defend it, but I, I put Shit's Creek. Nice, yeah. I feel I still think it's underrated, and I watched it when it ended. Me or too. Like, as yeah. It ended. Me too. I I still think not enough people talk about it. Yeah. And maybe because it's Canadian, people don't. I feel like a kind of at the end it got a little accolades, but it was almost too little, too late for what it was. Mm-hmm. I put Good Girls. So on Netflix, there's a show called Good Girls, and I just think it's so well done, and I just don't think anybody really watches it. It's I think it's done now, um, but it has Christina Hendricks and Retta and um, Mae Whitman, and it's just like they're trying to be these criminal boss girls, and it's just kind of a hot mess, but it's great. I really, like, I loved it, and so I do. I think it's underrated. Mae Whitman, I think, is genius. I think she was really good in it. Uh, the show that was recommended to you, you wanted to like it, but you just couldn't. This is the show that I just, I watched maybe a season or two of, and I just kind of, it was almost indifference and it was shameless that mm. everyone talks about how good it is. And like, maybe one day I'll go back and watch it, but it just, I just, it hooked me for a bit, but just couldn't keep, I just, it just yeah. couldn't keep me. Mine is uh, succession. Everybody talks about it and I want to, and I'm, Dad and I've tried it actually a couple of times and we're just like, we just can't seem to get like in it. Like I feel like we're doing like this like double Dutch move where we're like, Hey, we're going to get in this time, you know, but then other things come up and you're like, I don't want to go back to that one. I wish I did though. Um, this, this one kind of has that defend thing again, but it's the show that you constantly have to defend, but you don't mind. The other one was like underrated, but this is the one that you just have to defend and you don't mind. Um, I didn't go with one specific. I just said any Marvel or Star Wars show mm. because if you're watching it trying to get some critical film analysis out of this, it's just it's not it. Right. It, you're there to have fun. It's lightsabers. It's guns. It's superpowers. Like don't just come down, everybody. Yeah, it doesn't need to be some cinematic masterpiece, Martin Scorsese. It just it's what it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, I did Animal Kingdom. Because I feel like I'm constantly trying to get anybody who hates it. And I'm talking like, it's not just you. That I have multiple people in my life that gave up on it because that one bad season. And I'm trying so hard to say, like, it redeems itself. It gets really, really good the next season. So Um, I could tell you the person that's about to walk in the front door stopped watching it before a pretty major event happens. Mm Mm-hmm yeah and that one should probably tell you too it's just indifference like right. it just wasn't wasn't terrible it just yeah kind of lost its luster i also put game of thrones <laughs> so it ended oh but you don't mind defending it never mind no i want to defend it like i think everybody gets so upset i think everyone gets all gets so worked up about game of thrones and i think that just comes down to them being upset it's over because i thought it was great um, the show that you loved as a kid and then rewatch and it was so disappointing. I honestly like I mean, I there's nothing I'm rewatching from my childhood, but I did put Dukes of Hazard because I would think if I watched it now, it probably wouldn't be very good. But I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, like I mean, we didn't have a bajillion shows. Like we had like four I was allowed to watch like four shows. So I'm like, I don't know, who's the boss, Growing Pains, Dukes of Hazard. Sometimes I was allowed to watch Love Boat. Oh, Woo. I was gonna say Dallas, wasn't that? No, I was never allowed to watch that one. Mm. I know. What's yours? Uh, I did Save by the Bell. Love to Save by the Bell. It's just it's it's not the show isn't bad. It's just Zach Morris, right? It's just like the worst human being ever. Like, right. Every episode, you're like, oh, okay, why did this happen? Oh, because of Zach and his ego, right. and he can't accept not having the attention on him, which is nothing against the show. It's nothing against I can't remember the guy's name. Mike Pogla. Oh yeah, Paul Gloss, Gossler, Gossler. He everything about the show is fine. It's just him. It's just like so. If he wasn't in the show, I know that would take away the main character. But like then everybody's lives would just be fine, and nothing right. would happen. And yeah, what's her face? Jesse wouldn't be addicted to Adderall. <laughs> like it's just so much that happens where you're like, you just take this guy out, everyone's life will be fine. Right. No one's gonna drive drunk. They do tackle a lot of like important things in that show. Yeah. 
for teenagers but for teenagers yeah it was just it was one that like and I, would, I do like that they had kind of the whole like they had it for the time they actually had you know they had the black girl they had diversity. the geeky guy they had the jock guy they had the smart girl like they really did try to diversify it a little like for shows like from back then where it was majority of a white cast i think they did a pretty good job in that way yeah. but yeah um the show that you know is awful but you love it anyway I think this is going to be a show that no one actually knows. Oh, I like it. So it's called Cooper Barrett's Guide to Surviving Life. And it was a one season show back in 2016. And it has um, the girl from your show, the show you're watching now that you just, I don't know if you just started, but it's something about kids, like kids ruin everything. Oh, children ruin everything. You guys are so funny. So the main girl in that is in this show and she's like the guy's neighbor and it's just kind of like they get into a bunch of like wacky hijinks and like Paula Abdul's in an episode. It is very, okay. it's one of the most obscure shows, but it's not on Netflix anymore. I want to find out how I can watch it, but it was just, it was such a fun ride, even though like if you watch it, you probably enjoy it. But again, it's not something you're going to get like real like substance out of. Right, right. I don't mind that though. Um, I put the Bachelor franchise, just like the whole thing. I know it's awful. Listen, I I don't know why I love it. I love it all. I love Paradise. I love, I just like it. I don't know. I listen to podcasts about it now. Like, I just really, I like it. So, I don't know. That's fair. That's mine. Um, The show that at one point had you super hooked, but then they lost you and they will never get you back. This is when we talk. I put This Is Us before and I switched it to Grey's. And Mm. this is also, uh, get ready Grey's fans to get mad at me. I watched three seasons, so... I didn't know about a certain major character death early in that show, and it still just lost me. Yeah. And I'm, what, 14 seasons behind, 15 seasons behind? Yeah. And I just, that's never something I want to go back to. No, I agree. Any, I, honestly, any hospital show, I just yeah. don't really care because there's so many. It's just there's oversaturated. So many. I know. I know. I, I just like cut a whole bunch this year because I was like, that's enough hospital shows. I'm good. I did the blacklist. I think like it was it was so good. Like when it first started again, they had a gimmick, though, where it was like, who's Reddington? Right. Played by James Spader. And once you have that gimmick, it's hard to because that's all everybody. Nobody could let it go. They all wanted to know who it was. and But they said if they ever revealed it, the show would be over. So they just keep going and going and going. Anyways, so that was like I was done with it a couple of years ago. Dad never gives up. Very rarely does he give up a show. So he's stuck with it. But I was out and I'm not going back. And I don't care who Reddington is. Like, I just don't. Wait, I don't. it's not James Spader? No, it is. But like, what's his relationship to her? Oh. Because he like will do anything for her. And he's like. You know, he's a criminal, but he loves her. And so it's like, who is it? Well, obviously, it's her dad. Like, it's got to be. You're not going to do that for just anybody. And he's nothing. Yeah, right? I mean, that's those are your options, though. It's got to be dad or nope. Like, what? He just picked her out of a Brother. crowd? I know. It's so dumb. Uh, the show that you haven't watched that everyone recommends, but you aren't ready for the commitment. Um, I don't know if everyone recommends it to me, but I always see stuff about it's always sunny in philadelphia mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and i'm i'm intrigued in it enough that i will cons- i consider watching it i think you'll like it uh, for sure because i think you'll love the cast and charlie day and it's good i i watched a couple seasons but then i don't know what happened i know it's always like that indifference um mine is uh ray donovan Everybody loves it, and I just like I'm. I want to, but I'm just haven't I haven't gotten there yet. Again, I've watched a couple of seasons. It's it's okay. Yeah, I don't know. I have other ones, but you make fun of me. So you I'm can say all the ones you want. Okay, Patriot. It's on. I think it's on Netflix. No, it might be Prime. Anyways, I always hear about this the show, and it is about <clears throat> excuse me, spy. Which you know, I love that kind of stuff. <clears throat> uh, the leftovers. That's with uh, Justin Theroux. That's supposed to be really good. And Peaky Blinders. I don't know. I've heard some complaints about Peaky Blinders. I, I was talking to someone. They just said like every episode just drags on. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't want that. I don't have time for that. I got lots to do. Lots to do? Yeah. Lots of IMCs to watch. IMC. What is Jack going to watch? Okay, what am I watching? 
you are going to watch the Joseph Gordon-Levitt-led Snowden. Oh, nice. Have you ever seen that? I feel like I did, and he plays the whistleblower. Yeah, Edward Snowden. feel like I did. Edward Snowden? That doesn't sound right. I think I'm thinking of Edward Norton. Yeah. I'm going to look up Snowden. I'm going to get you to watch Gone Baby Gone. Gone Baby Gone. Yes. Okay, it's Casey, isn't it? Casey Affleck? It is. Michelle Moynihan. Oh, it is Edward Snowden. Edward Snowden. Snowden. I'm really glad Edward Norton didn't play <laughs> Edward Snowden. <laughs> right. <laughs> then I'd really have a hard time. Um, yeah, Gone Baby Gone. Uh, Morgan Freeman. It's good. Really good movie. It's heavy, just so you know. Pre-warned. I could take heavy. And you have to watch it. With, you know, your, with your eyes. You, we watched Old Guard together. We did. I know. That's why I feel like I have to do it to make sure you follow the rules. <laughs> this is also the second Friday in a row, but that's just because of school for me. I know. That's it, though. Yeah. Now we'll be back on track, right? Maybe we'll get ahead. <gasps> Ooh, look at you. Probably mm. not, but I know. it's a good, <laughs> it was, it was a a good, good idea. It was a good attempt there. Yeah. Case, besides that, you got anything else? I got nothing else. And besides that, we'll see you next time. Bye.